You're listening to The Collective Church Podcast. For more information, please visit our website, thecollectivechurch.ca.za. Good morning, Collective Church. What an exciting time to be able to get together this morning and worship together and hear the word. Uh, Last week, we had our first Facebook Live broadcast And we had the privilege of being able to do that in a room with a whole bunch of you and many of you joining in from home. Uh, This morning, I've got my beautiful family sitting in front of me, Jude, Maddie, Mila. Say hi. (laughs) Um, Wonderful to have a little fan club here. Maddie said I should start this morning by playing a game. Pants or no pants? (laughs) Which... uh, Obviously, I'll put you out of your misery, uh, pants. I think there are a bunch of people over these times that are, are preaching across the world in their boxes, but uh, I'm not one of those this morning. So we are on day three of the lockdown, and that just made me think, don't wonderful things happen on the third day? Uh, it's a reminder that Jesus overcame the grave, sin, sickness, And he's seated above every seat of power, authority, and government. And this is a time where we get to rest in his victory and be expectant for the outworking of of, uh, miracles, of healings, and displays of his power. So I just wanted to also say that we miss you. It's not the same not meeting together and so looking forward for this period to end that we can see each other face to face again. Uh, If you're joining in over Facebook, won't you say hi on the comments and maybe even share it, uh, that we can share this message with other people that are sitting at home this morning that are looking for encouragement and are really needing the love of Jesus to infiltrate and to encounter them in their hearts. So like and share. This is a hard time, uh, but there are some benefits of preaching from at home, uh, such as hot coffee. I just prepared this before we started, so cheers. Good benefits. Um, You know, over this time, they've said that only essential goods can be sold. And unfortunately, Motherland didn't qualify as an essential good. I wholly disagree, but uh, we support and go with our government. So I stocked up with some small guns. I hope you guys have been preparing as well. And then also some big guns. So hopefully we will make it through this lockdown and um, enjoy some of the benefits of being at home over this time. So earlier this week, Jude came to me and said, "Uh, Dad, it's not fair. Like, at least we're stuck at home, but at least you get to go out and do some shopping. And I had to laugh at that because it made me think, I think around this country, there are going to be many fights about who gets to go out and do the shopping, right? I love to do the shopping. Kirsty's all too happy to let me go ahead and go out and shop. But I'm suspecting into next week or the, the following that she'll be saying, no, Rob, today I'll do it. Let me do the shopping today. And just so that she can get out and, and get uh, a breather and, and see the outside world. So I just wanted to encourage us over this time that we can see this time as a time of confinement or cocooning. We can see this time as a time of being prisoners or a time of preparation. And cocooning and preparation for what? Friends, the world is going to look very different on the other side of this virus, on the other side of this lockdown. 
There are systems around us that are crumbling and people's safety nets are, are being removed completely. The world is going to look very different. Uh, just on Friday, I was listening to an audio clip of Bruce Whitfield, uh, who hosts The Money Show on 702. And he had just played an, a, a clip or an excerpt from the EdCon chief CEO or the CEO of EdCon. Uh, and the EdCon CEO broke down at the end of this little clip where he was addressing his shareholders and creditors and the media and just started weeping. And in turn, Bruce then couldn't hold it together himself. He just started weeping um, and said himself he felt like a bit of a twit had to go off of air and just compose himself and come back. But what that says to me in those moments is that the story of what's unfolding speaks straight into the heart of people. And you can't control your emotion when things speak straight into your heart, right? And it speaks to me of a time where systems are crumbling, the things that we've put our confidence in. And uh, we can take encouragement, though, that ultimately things will become better. You know, Romans 8 verse 28 says that God works all things for good for those that love him. I love the way the, the Passion Translation puts that. It says, so we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into our lives. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. Friends, our God has got a good plan for us on the other side of this. And we can choose to endure this time, this 21-day lockdown, or we can position ourselves for an encounter with Jesus and come out on the other end, end and redefine our future. You know, on Thursday evening, our president asked us to get together as a nation and pray. So we prayed as a church from 6 till about 7. And one of the things that I prayed for was that we would have dreams and visions over this time, not just us in our community, but wider, that people would have encounters with God. And that night, I did have a dream. I dreamt that I was looking up at the stars and I saw what I remember we called it as kids, was the three sisters, Orion's belt. And immediately it made me think of the belt of truth. And Jesus is the way the truth and the life. And these are difficult times. There is a truth and a reality of this virus, but there is a higher truth in Jesus. Ephesians 6 verse 14 says it like this in the Passion Translation. Put on truth as a belt to strengthen you to stand in triumph. That's what Jesus gives us in this time a belt of truth that we can stand and triumph. Isn't that wonderful? And the next morning I woke up and there was just such a thick presence of Jesus in my room. And as I went through to the bathroom, all I, the first thing I could sing that came out of my mouth was what the McDonald's song uh, from last week. Gone is my guilt, my sin wiped out. Gone is my guilt my sin wiped out. And so what is Jesus saying over this time? You know, people are asking, what's the way forward? 
What's the plan? What is it going to look like on the other side of this? And friends, the plan is the gospel of Jesus. Gone is our guilt, our sin wiped out. Because we cannot find peace and purpose and a way forward outside of the master's plan, our creator's plan. And what is his plan for us? It's to adopt us as his delightful sons and daughters. That we would experience the love and peace and security that we find in him. You know, last week, Kirsty spoke so beautifully on shalom peace and all the dimensions of that. And we find that in our very, very good dad. And so if we are anchored in the Trinity, friends, we can take on anything. Ephesians 1 verse 5 to 8 reads, For it was always in his perfect plan to adopt us as his delightful children through our union with Jesus, the anointed one, so that his tremendous love that cascades over us would glorify his grace for the same love he has for his beloved one, Jesus, he has for us. And this unfolding plan brings him great pleasure. Since we are now joined to Christ, we have been given the treasures of redemption by his blood, which is what? The total cancellation of our sins. All because of the cascading riches of his grace. This superabundant grace is already powerfully working within us, releasing within us all forms of wisdom and practical understanding. Friends, the world is waiting for sons and daughters that have wisdom and practical understanding. Romans 8.22 says that creation has been waiting eagerly for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed. Uh, in, in the Passion, it puts it this way, which I love. The entire universe is standing on tiptoe, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. And the message in, in another whole aspect from a few verses earlier, it says, that's why I don't think there is any comparison between the present hard times and the coming good times. The created world itself can hardly wait for what's coming next. Everything in creation is being more or less held back God reigns it in until both creation and all creatures are ready and can be released at the same moment into the glorious times ahead. Meanwhile, the joyful anticipation deepens. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that the Christian life? Our joyful anticipation deepening. Glory to glory. Friends, we are sons and daughters our sin has been wiped out and that's why we get to have union with jesus and it's time for us to arise why because creation has been waiting for you so this cocooning or preparation time is not a time for us to clean ourselves to become more holy so that when we re-enter real life uh, we'll be in a different space no, Kirsty last week quoted Julian and Katia Adams explaining the gospel. And she said, the gospel 
is not about bad people becoming good. The gospel is about dead people becoming alive. Isn't that so good? Friends, this is a time about us falling in love with Jesus, how he sees me, receiving his love, experiencing his love, and responding to his love. Why? So I can feel better about myself? That I can feel like I'm a better person? No. Why? Something supernatural happens within us when we come alive in Jesus. We get made new creations. And in that space, in that new creation body that we have, His grace stirs up and does something supernatural, not natural. Friends, the creation has not been waiting for a few more religious folk. It's been waiting for passionate sons and daughters. Sons and daughters that carry the Creator's DNA, that carry the Father's DNA, that know the Father's love and heart and plans and purposes that He has for this earth and its people. We are His plan, and it's time for us to get unleashed on this earth. And so I wanted to remind you of what's inside of you. Ephesians 3, verse 14 to 19 says, so I kneel humbly in awe before the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the perfect Father of every child in heaven and on earth. And I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. Then... By constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside of you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. Then you will be empowered to discover what every holy one experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions, how deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love, how enduring and inclusive it is. Endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Friends, my prayer to the Holy Spirit for this time is, Holy Spirit, open the eyes of our hearts at this time to see you and experience the truth of your love. Friends, this is a time of preparation. It's a time for new business ideas to be unlocked, um, creativity to be unleashed for the church to arise. It's time for the beautiful prophecies that Sean Boltz and the like have given over this time. And to all of those things, you know me, I say yes, yes, yes. But it can't be rah, rah, rah right? This explosive power that Paul speaks about in Ephesians is not a power that can be hyped up. It starts with first love. He says, this extravagant love pours into you until you are overflowing with the fullness of God. That's what this world needs, believers that are overflowing with the fullness of God. And that starts with first love. It starts with falling in love. Friends, have you ever felt, actually felt his extravagant love?
Not the, uh, yes, Jesus loves me for the Bible tells me so that we learned in, in uh, children's church. It is truth. But Ephesians says that this is a love that needs to be experienced. Daniel 11 verse 32 says, But people who know their God shall stand firm and take action. That word known in Daniel, the Hebrew word is yada, which means to know. It's a five, there's five dimensions to that word, which I won't go into now. But it means face-to-face -face encounters. It means technically knowing God. It means intimacy with Him. There's a multi-layered effect to that, uh, that word. And the world doesn't need more Christians like Seinfeld, like yada, 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 which when we know in our heads that we don't know in our hearts, we can sound a bit like that. Yada, yada, yada. Just please be quiet. The world needs people who know who yada their God. The same way Adam yadded Eve. Friends, I had an encounter um, many years ago where I yadded God, where the knowledge of Him became so real, and it was just an overwhelming sense of His love and goodness to me, and I could see how He saw me, and in turn, I got to respond with such um, intimacy back to Him. And it happened when a minister was reading out long, lengthy portions of um, of Song of Songs, and it had such an impact on me, and I find it amazing that we, we quote a lot these days out of the Passion Translation, and the Passion Translation was the first uh, book of the Bible that Brian Simmons translated as part of his Passion Translations, and I just wanted to, um, I wanted to read the intro of that to you. It says, the first book translated in the Passion Translation was the Song of Songs, also known as the Song of Solomon. My favorite book in the Bible. I have fallen in love with the sweetest song of all the ages. We see in the Shulamites' breathtaking journey unveiled in this amazing allegory. It is the path every passionate lover will choose. But this divine parable penned by Solomon also describes the journey that every longing lover of Jesus will find as his or her very own. We need to find this as our own friends. It's time to be drawn into his heart. Song of Songs 1 verse 4 says, Draw me into your heart. We will run away together into the king's cloud-filled chamber. The Hebrew word for king's cloud-filled chamber there is the king's chamber inside of a chamber. It's speaking of the Holy of Holies. Friends, do you know what we get to experience inside of the Holy of Holies? We will run away together, us and Jesus, into the Holy of Holies. And that's where, that's where we get to experience and enjoy this incredible intimacy with our Jesus. It's a place of being known and knowing him. And so, friends, I really believe Jesus' invitation to us over this time uh, can be summed up in Song of Songs, verses 2, verse 10 to 13. And can I encourage you maybe, just during this time, just to close your eyes. Here is the invitation. Arise, my dearest. Hurry, my darling. Come away with me. 
I have come as you have asked to draw you to my heart and lead you out. For now is the time, my beautiful one. The season has changed. The bondage of your barren winter has ended. And the season of hiding is over and gone. The rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. The season for pruning the vines has arrived. I hear the cooing of doves in our land, filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. Can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. The fragrance of their flowers whispers. There is change in the air. There is change in the air. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run away with me to the higher place. For now is the time to arise and come away with me. Friends, I'm aware that there might be some of you that are tuned into this broadcast that are not part of the collective community. Maybe you've never heard this kind of love that the Creator, the God of, of this earth, has for you. And I just wanted you to have a moment to respond to that love. Just in your heart right now, just receive that all-inclusive love because, yes, it's not just for me. It's not just for me to be experienced or for me to experience. It's for you. And so I just want you to take a moment and respond in your heart. Respond to the Creator's love for you. And then after this broadcast, maybe just reach out to us. And we would love to just talk you through any questions that you might have. And then for the rest of us, I wanted to encourage you to take time out. At this time, we have copious amounts of time. Even if you are a one who's had to take all your work home, um, and maybe work is even ramped up a bit, at least you're saving travel time, right? So just take some time out. And I wanted you to, to encourage you to get quiet and just read through Song of Songs from the beginning till the end, as if Jesus... The groom is speaking his words directly to you because that's how it was meant to be read. I do this every now and again. I'll read through the whole thing and it just gets me through. Until, as Ephesians says in verse 3 to 18, you discover what every holy one experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions because it's not one dimension it is multi-dimensional friends and then from that space on the other side of this cocooning and preparation time let's emerge as the church in a deeper way than what we have before as the sons and daughters of God that the world has been waiting on tiptoe to see revealed and that we would then from that place be those that administer those beautiful creative business strategies, those amazing prophecies that have been spoken over our land, our nation, and the world. And so, friends, can I pray for us now? We need the Lord to just meet with us in such a deep way over this time. Father, I firstly pray for every single person in our community and those that are watching this, this Facebook Live broadcast, Father, that your peace... Your shalom peace would just descend upon them right now in their homes. Father, we thank you for your extravagant love that you have for us. 
We thank you that that is the place that we will land in this morning. That is the place that we will be rooted in this morning, Father. Because from that place, oh Father, we are invincible. From that place, our deep expectation of a joyous future flourishes, Father. And so, Father, we just pray that your grace and peace and mercy would flood every believer's heart right now in this time. Amen. Friends, I think Kirsty said at the beginning of this time that our beautiful worship leaders, Sean and Janine, have prepared so generously. They've taken time out to record a set uh, that we would be able to worship together as a community. So that has been posted on, on Facebook or is being posted right now on Facebook. So don't go anywhere. Just as a family or if you're alone at home, just close your eyes, put the Facebook uh, live link on. I mean, they, they worship on, and let's worship together. Sean and Janine, we love you. Thank you for putting all of that effort in and recording that. And we will see you at our next Zoom or Facebook Live session. Yes, guys, the, the worship is uploading at this moment. It should be ready to go any second now. Oh, we've got to go lower. <laughs> um, and so we just had a little sneak glimpse into the worship this morning and listened. It is an encounter with Jesus. From the first moment, you just feel a saturated mm, so presence of the Holy Spirit. So, Sean mm. and Neen, thank you. We love you guys. <laughs> and we send so much love. Just stay tuned. It will be uploaded any minute now. Love to you all. <laughs> That's so good. Friends, this is a time about us falling in love with Jesus, how he sees me, receiving his love, experiencing his love, and responding to his love. Why? So I can feel better about myself? That I can feel like I'm a better person? No. Why? Something supernatural happens within us when we come alive in Jesus. We get made new creations and in that space in that new creation body that we have his grace stirs up and does something supernatural not natural friends the creation has not been waiting for a few more religious folk it's been waiting for passionate sons and daughters sons and daughters that carry the creator's dna that carry the father's dna that know the Father's love and heart and plans and purposes that he has for this earth and its people. We are his plan, and it's time for us to get unleashed on this earth. And so I wanted to remind you of what's inside of you. Ephesians 3, verse 14 to 19 says, So I kneel humbly in awe before the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the perfect father of every child in heaven and on earth. And I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. Then, by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released deep inside of you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. 
then you will be empowered to discover what every holy one experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions, how deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love, how enduring and inclusive it is. Endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Friends, my prayer to the Holy Spirit for this time is, Holy Spirit, open the eyes of our hearts at this time to see you and experience the truth of your love. Friends, this is a time of preparation. It's a time for new business ideas to be unlocked, um, creativity to be unleashed for the church to arise. It's time for the beautiful prophecies that Sean Boltz and the like have given over this time. And to all of those things, you know me, I say yes, yes, yes. But it can't be rah, rah, rah. Right? This explosive power that Paul speaks about in Ephesians is not a power that can be hyped up. It starts with first love. He says, this extravagant love pours into you until you are overflowing with the fullness of God. That's what this world needs. Believers that are overflowing with the fullness of God. And that starts with first love. It starts with falling in love. Friends, have you ever felt, actually felt his extravagant love? Not the, uh, yes, Jesus loves me for the Bible tells me so that we learned in, in uh, children's church. It is truth. But Ephesians says that this is a love that needs to be experienced. Daniel 11 verse 32 says, But people who know their God shall stand firm and take action. That word known in Daniel, the Hebrew word is yada, which means to know. It's a five, there's five dimensions to that word, which I won't go into now, but it means face-to-face -face encounters. It means technically knowing God. It means intimacy with him. There's a multi-layered effect to that, uh, that word. And the world doesn't need more Christians like Seinfeld, like yada, 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 which when we know in our heads that we don't know in our hearts, we can sound a bit like that. Yada, 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 just please be quiet. The world needs people who know who yada their God. The same way Adam yadded Eve. Friends, I had an encounter um, many years ago where I yadded God, where the knowledge of him became so real and it was just an overwhelming sense of his love and goodness to me and I could see how he saw me and in turn I got to respond with such um, intimacy back to him and it happened when a minister was reading out long lengthy portions of, um, of Song of Songs and it had such an impact on me and I find it amazing that we, we quote a lot these days out of the Passion Translation. And the Passion Translation was the first uh, book of the Bible that Brian Simmons translated as part of his Passion Translations. And I just wanted to, um, I wanted to read the intro of that to you. It says, the first book translated in the Passion Translation was the Song of Songs, 
also known as the Song of Solomon, my favorite book in the Bible, I have fallen in love with the sweetest song of all the ages. We see in the Shilamites' breathtaking journey unveiled in this amazing allegory. It is the path every passionate lover will choose. But this divine parable penned by Solomon also describes the journey that every longing lover of Jesus will find as his or her very own. We need to find this as our own friends. It's time to be drawn into his heart. Song of Songs 1 verse 4 says, Draw me into your heart. We will run away together into the king's cloud-filled chamber. The Hebrew word for king's cloud-filled chamber there is the king's chamber inside of a chamber. It's speaking of the Holy of Holies. Friends, do you know what we get to experience inside of the Holy of Holies? We will run away together, us and Jesus, into the Holy of Holies. And that's where, that's where we get to experience and enjoy this incredible intimacy with our Jesus. It's a place of being known and knowing him. And so, friends, I really believe Jesus' invitation to us over this time uh, can be summed up in Song of Songs, verses 2, verse 10 to 13. And can I encourage you maybe, just during this time, just to close your eyes. Here is the invitation. Arise, my dearest. Hurry, my darling. Come away with me. I have come, as you have asked, to draw you to my heart and lead you out. For now is the time, my beautiful one. The season has changed the bondage of your barren winter has ended and the season of hiding is over and gone. The rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. The season for pruning the vines has arrived. I hear the cooing of doves in our land, filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. Can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. The fragrance of their flowers whispers. There is change in the air. There is change in the air. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run away with me to the higher place. For now is the time to arise and come away with me. Friends, I'm aware that there might be some of you that are tuned into this broadcast that are not part of the collective community. Maybe you've never heard this kind of love that the Creator, the God of, of this earth, has for you. And I just wanted you to have a moment to respond to that love. Just in your heart right now, just receive that all-inclusive love because, yes, it's not just for me. It's not just for me to be experienced or for me to experience, it's for you. And so I just want you to take a moment and respond in your heart. Respond to the Creator's love for you. And then after this broadcast, maybe just reach out to us. And we would love to just talk you through any questions that you might have. And then for the rest of us, I wanted to encourage you to take time out. At this time, we have copious amounts of time. Even if you are, are one who's had to take all your work home, 
um, and maybe work is even ramped up a bit, at least you're saving travel time, right? So just take some time out, and I wanted you to, to encourage you to get quiet and just read through Song of Songs from the beginning till the end, as if Jesus, the groom, is speaking his words, words directly to you, because that's how it was meant to be read. I do this every now and again. I'll read through the whole thing, and it just gets me through. Until, as Ephesians says in verse 3 to 18, you discover what every Holy One experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions. Because it's not one dimension, it is multi-dimensional, friends. And then, from that space, on the other side of this cocooning and preparation time, let's emerge as the church in a deeper way than what we have before, as the sons and daughters of God that the world has been waiting on tiptoe to see revealed, and that we would then, from that place, be those that administer those beautiful creative business strategies, those amazing prophecies that have been spoken over our land, our nation, and the world. And so, friends, can I pray for us now? We need the Lord to just meet with us in such a deep way over this time. Father, I firstly pray for every single person in our community and those that are watching this, this Facebook Live broadcast, Father, that your peace your shalom peace would just descend upon them right now in their homes. Father, we thank you for your extravagant love that you have for us. We thank you that that is the place that we will land in this morning. That is the place that we will be rooted in this morning, Father. Because from that place, oh Father, we are invincible. From that place, our deep expectation of a joyous future flourishes father and so father we just pray that your grace and peace and mercy would flood every believer's heart right now in this time amen friends i think kirsty said at the beginning of this time that our beautiful worship leaders sean and janine have prepared so generously they've taken time out to record a set uh, that we would be able to worship together as a community. So that has been posted on, on Facebook or is being posted right now on Facebook. So don't go anywhere. Just as a family or if you're alone at home, just close your eyes, put the Facebook uh, live link on, I mean their, their worship on, and let's worship together. Sean and Janine, we love you. Thank you for putting all of that effort in and recording that. And we will see you at our next Zoom or Facebook Live session. Yes, guys, the, the worship is uploading at this moment. It should be ready to go any second now. <laughs> oh, we've got to go lower. <laughs> um, and so we just had a little sneak glimpse into the worship this morning and listened. It is an encounter with Jesus. From the first moment, you just feel a saturated mm, so presence good. of the Holy Spirit. So, Sean mm. and Neen, thank you. We love you guys, <laughs> and we send so much love. Just stay tuned. It will be uploaded any minute now. Love to you all. <laughs> King's cloudful chamber there is the king's chamber inside of a chamber. It's speaking of the Holy of Holies. 
Friends, do you know what we get to experience inside of the Holy of Holies? We will run away together, us and Jesus, into the Holy of Holies. And that's where, that's where we get to experience and enjoy this incredible intimacy with our Jesus. It's a place of being known and knowing him. And so, friends, I really believe Jesus' invitation to us over this time uh, can be summed up in Song of Songs, verses 2, verse 10 to 13. And can I encourage you maybe, just during this time, just to close your eyes. Here is the invitation. Arise, my dearest. Hurry, my darling. Come away with me. I have come, as you have asked, to draw you to my heart and lead you out. For now is the time, my beautiful one. The season has changed the bondage of your barren winter has ended, and the season of hiding is over and gone. The rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. The season for pruning the vines has arrived. I hear the cooing of doves in our land, filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. Can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are now blooming everywhere. The fragrance of their flowers whispers. There is change in the air. There is change in the air. Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run away with me to the higher place. For now is the time to arise and come away with me. Friends, I'm aware that there might be some of you that are tuned into this broadcast that are not part of the collective community. Maybe you've never heard this kind of love that the Creator, the God of, of this earth, has for you. And I just wanted you to have a moment to respond to that love. Just in your heart right now, just receive that all-inclusive love because, yes, it's not just for me. It's not just for me to be experienced or for me to experience, it's for you. And so I just want you to take a moment and respond in your heart. Respond to the Creator's love for you. And then after this broadcast, maybe just reach out to us. And we would love to just talk you through any questions that you might have. And then for the rest of us, I wanted to encourage you to take time out. At this time, we have copious amounts of time. Even if you are, are one who's had to take all your work home um, and maybe work is even ramped up a bit, at least you're saving travel time, right? So just take some time out. And I wanted you to, to encourage you to get quiet and just read through Song of Songs from the beginning till the end as if Jesus, the groom, is speaking his words, words directly to you because that's how it was meant to be read. I do this every now and again. I'll read through the whole thing and it just gets me through until, as Ephesians says in verse 3 to 18, you discover what every holy one experiences, the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions. Because it's not one dimension, it is multi-dimensional, friends. And then, from that space, on the other side of this cocooning and preparation time, let's emerge as the church in a deeper way than what we have before. 
as the sons and daughters of God that the world has been waiting on tiptoe to see revealed. And that we would then, from that place, be those that administer those beautiful creative business strategies, those amazing prophecies that have been spoken over our land, our nation, and the world. And so, friends, can I pray for us now? We need the Lord to just meet with us in such a deep way over this time. Father, I firstly pray for every single person in our community and those that are watching this, this Facebook Live broadcast, Father, that your peace, your shalom peace would just descend upon them right now in their homes. Father, we thank you for your extravagant love that you have for us. We thank you that that is the place that we will land in this morning. That is the place that we will be rooted in this morning, Father. Because from that place, oh Father, we are invincible. From that place, our deep expectation of a joyous future flourishes, Father. And so, Father, we just pray that your grace and peace and mercy would flood every believer's heart right now in this time. For more information, please visit our website, thecollectivechurch.co.za.